Tristan Jari, Jordan Stahl, and Vlad Tarasenko. Next up on our free agency count up here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Lots of free agency talk here on the show, and we continue on as we rapidly approach July 1st when all of these players will hit unrestricted free agency. We are at 11 through 13 in our free agency count up. As always, if you want to get involved with the show, give your opinions, your takes at Locked on Sabres on Twitter at Sneaky Joe Sports or on YouTube, the comment section, another good way to get involved with the show. Thanks everybody for tuning into today's show. We are through a dozen players and there's 50 guys on Frank Saravelli's list. I don't think we need to go through all of them. Not all of these guys are worth talking about, uh, but we're still in some pretty notable names that some make sense for the Sabres and others. I, I do like going through the players that don't make sense for the Sabres to explain why. I just don't think at all. You know, Pat, Pat Patrick Kane, for instance, why I don't think he makes any sense for the Buffalo Sabres. So today, though, we have our first goaltender to get to with Tristan Jari. We have Jordan Stahl, a two-way centerman that is a veteran. And with the contract projection, I might like that idea more than you think. And then Vladimir Tarasenko. So a little bit of everything. He's a scorer. He's in his 30s. Um, a big acquisition of the deadline for the New York Rangers. So Tarasenko, another name, another type of name that we'll get to a little bit later on in the show. Let's start, though, with our first goaltender on our free agency countdown. Uh, you've heard me on Devin Levi and how many games I think he should play. You know, I'm in the I'm in the he should play somewhere between 38 and 48 type of range with the opportunity to play more than that. I like Hellebuck as an idea, but that's a, probably a little too big. Carter Hart, you know, don't want to be trading multiple first round picks for him. What about the free agency route? Trista Jari is the highest ranked free agent goaltender on Frank Saravelli's UFA list. He is, comes in at number 11 as a 28-year-old goaltender of the Pittsburgh Penguins. The AFP projection at uh, Daily Faceoff for Tristan Jari's contract on his next team will be a four-year deal worth $4.8 million per year. Not my favorite idea. So some numbers on Tristan Jari. He had a 909 save percentage last season. He was 47th in the NHL in goals saved above expected. Now, to, to be fair, he was much better the year before that, but that's a lot of goalies, right? Year to year, you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes it's great, sometimes it's not. So 47th this past year. The year before that, he was 13th in the NHL, came in with a 919 save percentage. He actually got some Vesna votes. He finished 7th in the Vesna voting. Uh, All-star as well. Um, or at least all-star voting, maybe. You know, hockey reference is a thing where it's AS11. Um, either way, two years ago, 58 games played, 34-18 and 18 record, a 919 save percentage, 13th in the NHL and goal saved above expected. Really strong. 625 uh, quality start percentage. That's the thing about Jari. He doesn't really have a lot of really bad games, but to be fair, he also doesn't have a lot of incredible games. Kind of right down the middle. Um, until last year. Last year, that really didn't happen on the same level. So he is 
a veteran. And to me, he's a more proven commodity than what the Sabres already have. You know, Jari is an upgrade over Ukapekalukanen. Uh, for this year, Jari to me is is that. Um, but is it worth it? Is the a big enough upgrade for it to be worth giving him four years, four point eight million dollars per year? It's not the worst contract, you know. Takes him to age thirty two, but you know th- these some of these bigger goalie contracts. I'm thinking of Jack Campbell for the Oilers. I'm thinking of uh, you know, not Freddie Anderson, but there's there's some names recently. That Cam Talbot, you know, when he went to the Rangers, some names where the guy, or, or no, he went from the Rangers. Where did he go to? He went from the Rangers to the Oilers. Maybe just don't trust the Oilers with what they're doing with goaltenders. But Jari, I, I'm not quite comfortable giving that level of goalie that many years. I'd be looking for more of a two-year deal, three-year deal for a free agent goalie. And if I'm willing to go to four, I'd, I'd want it to be a better guy. You know, I want a Hellebuck for seven years is a little more interesting to me. But why? Because I know he's elite. Jari, I feel like I have no clue how long he'll give me if he gives me anything. Maybe Matt Murray was the other name I was trying to think of, by the way. Went from Pittsburgh to Ottawa, didn't play well in Ottawa. They gave him a big contract. They never, ever felt good about it. Um, so I'm, I'm not in on Jari, but he is an upgrade over UPL, and they might not be able to be picky. You know, if they want a real goalie upgrade, and Hellebuck's not realistic, and Hart's not realistic, and, you know, uh, some of these other one-year guys, Mark andre Fleury doesn't want to come. Jari, maybe overpaying Jari is their only path to upgrading in goal. And I think I need to see them upgrading goal. So my free agency score for Tristan Jari, goalie of the Pittsburgh Penguins, is a 6.1. It's because it's the position. It's an upgrade. It is the position. It's not my favorite idea. In fact, it's probably not going to be one of my five favorite ideas for the Sabres in goal. But I don't mind the Jari idea because it would be a commitment to getting better right now and getting better in net next to Devin Levi. Number 12, Jordan Stahl. Next up on our free agency count up here on the Locked on Sabres podcast. We are presented by game time game time makes buying tickets to your favorite events uh as easy as possible it shouldn't be stressful it is the easy fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have game time is the place for last minute ticket deals forget planning months in advance they have tickets of available right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Sneaky Joe DiBiase back here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen. Tristan Jari in at number 11 in our free agency count up. Number 12, Jordan Stahl, center for the Carolina Hurricanes. Longtime center for the Carolina Hurricanes. It's kind of amazing how long he's actually been in Carolina. He has been on Carolina now for a decade. That trade with the Penguins happened 10 years ago. Uh, more than that, 11 years ago actually now. So he's played 1,100 games in the league. This is an experienced player, 742 games with the Hurricanes. Coming off a season at 34 years old, where he had 17 goals, 17 assists, 34 points. I also will point out, last year, even though he still gave some good results, 
it was the first time in seven years that Jordan Stahl did not get a Selkie vote. Now, he did not win the Selkie. In fact, he has never won the Selkie, but he had seven years in a row where he got Selkie votes. In fact, of the 17 years he's played in the NHL, yeah, it's been 17 years, by the way, now. It's a long career for Jordan Stahl. 14 of those seasons, he's received a Selkie vote. Uh, at some level, not necessarily for first, but some Selkie vote. 17 years, he's gotten a vote 14 times. This is a defensive specialist up front. His days of giving you 50 points, 40 to 50 points, actually behind him. In fact, it might surprise you. Jordan Stahl has only reached 50 points one time in his entire NHL career. 2011-12 with the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's never done it for Carolina. He got to 48 with Carolina, got to 46 with Carolina, but never 50 points. He's not a guy that's going to give you a lot in terms of playmaking. That's really it. Goal scoring, you know, 50 points is not a lot. and He's only done that once, but he has gotten to 50 goals five times, or 20 goals, whoa, 20 goals five times, not 50 goals. Uh, and 17 goals each of the last two years, 16 goals the year before that. So he's had some nice numbers, um, but never anything eye-popping. The projected contract, from Daily Faceoff for Jordan Stahl is a two-year deal worth $3.2 million. Two years, $3.2 million. Now, my guess is he won't leave Carolina. But on the chance that he wants to leave Carolina, well, Kevin Adams has a lot of ties to that Carolina Hurricanes organization. And one, actually, the reason why the Sabres traded for Eric Stahl three years ago, and Eric Stahl was okay coming to Buffalo, was Kevin Adams. It was Kevin Adams. That was it. Uh, he was the guy that brought him here. And could he do the same thing with Jordan Stahl? Now, he did not play with Jordan Stahl like he did with Eric Stahl, but his ties to Rod Brindamore and to the Hurricanes organization and to his brother Eric, I'd have to imagine... On some level, there is a relationship between Kevin Adams and Jordan Stahl. So maybe the Sabres GM would be able to get him to come here uh, on a short-term contract. Maybe they pay him, you know, instead of the $3.2 million projection. Sabres have a lot of money. Give him five. They, who cares? They're not going to be near the cap anyway. Give him $5 million a year. The reason why I like this idea for the Sabres, he fits what they need on a lot of different levels. I told you why I like the Ryan O'Reilly idea. This is a cheaper version of that. And maybe it's a more realistic version of that in the, the probability of the guy coming here. Stall, by the way, a big centerman, six foot four, 220 pounds. His Andy and Rono scores offensively, 41st percentile. Okay, not necessarily a stud again, but he's not terrible. He'll give you a little bit. He can play on the power play if you need him to, uh, but he hasn't done that in Carolina in a few years. I wouldn't expect him to do that for the Sabres either, but he could. But, you know, the defensive aspect of his game is why you're bringing him in but 41st percentile for offense including by the way he's a finisher 77 percent shooting the passing a little bit lower uh offensive impact a little bit lower but the shooting very high offensive impact 41st percent transition game for a centerman he is very limited as a transition centerman uh 33rd percentile not strong whatsoever entry passes 16th percentile carries 36th percentile just doesn't give you a lot there but where he makes his biggest impact is defense he was last year a 62nd percentile defender and in past years he's been even higher than that by a lot uh 
73rd percentile overall defensive impact, 99th percentile for recoveries. This guy wins 50-50 battles. He knows how to contort his body. He's physical. He's experienced. He knows how to do that. And also, part of the reason why his score is down in the 60s, his roll difficulty, 87th percentile. Carolina deploys him against other teams' top players. The Sabres do the same thing. Might be a little bit of a reason why his results even look a little bit lower than they should be, and he's already got a pretty high score. Now, the one thing is he had a really bad year penalty killing, fifth percentile, um, but past years, much higher. So the idea of Stahl, a veteran, you can get him on a short-term deal. If Gergensens is gone, he could step in with George, with Kyle Oposo into that leadership role. He gives you the defensive ability that you need. And on top of all of that, face-offs. I've talked about, you know, just on the side, can they get a, a guy that could be a face-off specialist that also can play the game on like Cody Eakin and Vladimir Sabatka of past years? Stall is that. He can play the game, defense, a little bit of offense. Great face-off, man. Top 10 in face-off wins and face-off percentage since he joined the NHL. So it's not just volume. He is a great percentile defenseman. Going The last time he was below 50%, in faceoffs, you got to go all the way back to 2010-11, the last time the Sabres were in the playoffs, when he was 22 years old. But 55.7% last year, 57% the year before that, 58 before that. He's getting better as time has gone on, and he has found himself now as being one of the better faceoff men in the entire league. But, again, that's a cherry on top for me. It's not the reason I would sign him, but it's nice to have on top of that. But the big question with Stahl, can Adams convince him to come here? And will even stay in Carolina. Free agency score for Jordan Stahl, a 7.5. I love this idea as the highest score I've given for a forward. Um, I like Stahl a lot. He's cheap. I don't have to commit to him long-term. He's going to be what I need. Uh, and I think it's realistic to expect him to come here. So 7.5, or that he could. 7.5 is my score for Jordan Stahl. When we come back, Vladimir Tarasenko. But first, I got to tell you about Bird Dogs. I love Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs makes you look good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing that Lululemon do, but they fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of that stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki butt stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com slash NHL. Enter the promo code LOCKEDONNHL for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash NHL for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. Sneaky Joe DiBiase back here on the Lockdown Savers podcast for one final free agent on our count up today. Number 13, Vladimir Tarasenko. I will not spend too much time on Tarasenko here because I do not like this idea whatsoever. But let me give you the details. 31 years old. He was traded at this past deadline from the St. Louis Blues after a long time with the Blues. Um, in fact, he had played there for 11 years. It had been a while. Uh, he gets traded to the New York Rangers for a playoff run. 31 games played for the Rangers, eight goals, 13 assists for 21 points. Um, and in the playoffs, 
in the one series, the first round against the Devils, seven games, three goals, one assist. Uh, uh, the projected contract for Tarasenko at 31 years old is a three-year deal for $5 million per year. Here's why I don't like this idea. I don't think it makes any sense for the Sabres. It's the opposite of what they need. They don't need more limited offensive players. Offense, 74th percentile for Tarasenko. Awesome. Transition, 80th percentile for Tarasenko. Awesome. Defense, 4th percentile. Not as bad as Cade, but bad. One of the worst in the league, 4th percentile. It's really all that needs to be said. He is Victor Olofsson. Better. He's a better player by a lot, maybe even. But he's the same ilk. And we're trying to move. I think what the Sabres should be trying to do is take Olofsson and flip him into a similar skill level player that's just a different type of player. That's not Tarasenko for me. Not worth the $5 million a year investment. I wonder what he'll be like as he goes forward here. You know, is there a decline uh, that's coming even more so for Tarasenko than what's already happened? Uh, this past year, 50 points down from the 82 points that he had had the year before that. In fact, 50 points is the lowest since his second year in the NHL. So I'm not a giant fan of this idea. He saw his ice time go, go down with the Rangers, uh, especially. And I don't know, like it didn't work in the playoffs when they brought in two limited defensive players. So where would he play? You know, he wouldn't play with Thompson. He wouldn't play with Cousins, I don't think. Maybe they have to move Paterka or Quinn off a line. Middlestat, I mean, I guess you can make the argument about getting a great offensive player for Middlestat, but I don't know. I, I think defense is where you got to go forward-wise. So I am out on the Tarasenko idea. Um, I don't love it whatsoever, and I'm giving him a frame to score of a 1.9. That is my second lowest above Kane because I think he's a better player than Kane at this point, but I'm giving him a 1.9 score for free agency. And that is going to do it for us today in the Locked on Sabres podcast. More free agent talk on the way next, but we'll really get going into the draft. Uh, in our next couple of episodes. So thanks everybody for tuning in and we will talk to you next time uh, for you everydayers here on the Locked on Savers podcast.